Congressman Peter Welch got questioned about the F-35 during the Vermont public radio debate. A U.S. Senate candidate asked a brilliant question of Congressman Peter Welch during the VPR debate on Wednesday, June 8th. Isaac Evans France asked, Congressman, the people of Burlington, South Burlington, and Winooski have voted multiple times against the F-35 fighter jets. The Burlington City Council voted nine to three to have them removed. You took tens of thousands of dollars from Lockheed Martin and other military contractors, weapons manufacturers that were backing and servicing those F-35s. Shouldn't we listen to Vermonters, the people most affected, and get those F-35 jets out of our state? Peter Welch responded, I was not involved in the decision about where those F-35s were located. And you can listen to all his diversions from the actual question on YouTube, and you can find the link on the print version of this article on cancelf35.substack.com. However, his answer was false. Peter Welch was very much involved in the decision about the F-35 jets. A report in the Burlington Free Press flatly contradicted Welch's statement. The article was entitled, Leahy, Sanders, and Welch Stand By Vermont F-35 Basing Advocacy. The Air Force Times, Senator Leahy's own website, and Bernie Sanders' website all confirm that Vermont senators and lone congressman Peter Welch issued joint statements pushing for the F-35 at Burlington Airport in Vermont's most densely populated area. Vermont Digger reported how the congressional delegation divided up their roles so they could better foist the F-35 on an unwilling public. Here's the quote. While Leahy has been the chief backer of the F-35 basing within the delegation, the congressional delegation, independent Senator Bernie Sanders and Democratic Representative Peter Welch supported from the sidelines and helped deflect any public criticism. The false statement by Peter Welch on VPR denying any role in the F-35 basing decision does, however, serve some valuable use. It serves as an admission that he's not proud of what he did. Long before the F-35 jets arrived in South Burlington, the U.S. Air Force wrote, in its 2013 environmental impact statement, 
that 2,963 Vermont households would find themselves in the oval-shaped target zone, blasted by the 115 decibel F-35. Among them, some 1,300 children. In volume two of the environmental impact statement, the Air Force wrote that repeatedly exposing children and adults to that level of military aircraft noise can cause hearing damage and impair the learning of children. And that's on page C25 and also on page C30. Since the arrival of the F-35 in Burlington, at the airport in Burlington in 2019, more than 600 Vermonters have filed written reports of pain, injury, distress, hearing damage, or suffering. The success of Vermont's leading politicians at foisting the F-35 basing on Vermont cities was in sickening contrast to their failure on a long list of critical items that includes failure on the Green New Deal, abolishing police misconduct, Medicare for all, abolishing student and medical debt, expanding Social Security and Medicare, housing for all, care for veterans, card check and the right to organize a union, workplace democracy, abortion rights, taxing the rich, abolishing money in elections, ending gun violence, free public education from child care through college, slashing the Pentagon budget, ending mass surveillance, ending and prohibiting censorship on the internet, and abolishing the illegal, immoral, and unjust regime change wars that we've been engaged in for the last, well, since Vietnam and before. In 2018, the Department of Defense Nuclear Posture Review said that the United States is incorporating nuclear capability onto the forward deployable nuclear capable F-30 five jets. Right now, eight of those Vermont F-35 jets are indeed forward deployed and armed with missiles and policing countries in Eastern Europe near Russia, while US, while the US conducts a proxy war against Russia in the Ukraine. Such use of the F-35, the Vermont F-35s, inevitably makes the airport in South Burlington, Vermont, a legitimate military target for the Russian and Chinese nuclear-tipped ballistic missiles, of which they have thousands. They can aim multiple ones of those ballistic missiles at the hundreds of targets where our own ballistic missiles and jets capable of attacking them 
are located. And it's legitimate for them to do so in view of the fact that we've just put eight of our Vermont jets are uh, policing and intimidating in Eastern Europe. So Peter Welch's decision to join with other top Vermont officials to base such a high-value weapon as the F-35 in a densely populated city was a knowing, deliberate, and intentional abuse of thousands of working-class Vermonters and making them into human shields, which is a war crime. We are engaged in a war right now. We've got our CIA personnel in the Ukraine directing the battle. We've got our F-35 jets policing in the neighborhood, basing these in a densely populated area violates the laws of war, and it's a war crime. And nobody knows it better than someone like Peter Welch, who's an attorney. And if he doesn't know, he should know. A congressman or a senator who served the people instead of the war makers would take action to stop the mass suffering in South Burlington, Burlington, and Winooski. He would tell the commanders that F-35 basing in cities not only violates U.S. law, but it also violates the Pentagon's own regulations, including, here's, here's, a, here's a Pentagon regulation you can look up. It's called DOD Directive 2311.01, and you can find the link in the written version, printed version of this article on cancel F-35 substack.com. That directive requires units of the U.S. military forces to act consistent with the law of war's fundamental principles and rules in all military operations, not just during combat, but in all military operations. That goes beyond the laws of war, which only apply during combat. But here, the Department of Defense, to it properly goes further, and it applies even during training operations and other operations. And that's because the U.S. has bases in 800 places around the world. And if they're going to get along with the local population during peacetime, they better not abuse those people. Well, right now, they're abusing Vermonters. Okay, so training with the F-35 in cities violates the law of war principle called distinction. Distinction expressly requires separation of military forces from populated areas. You can't place your military objectives and your military personnel and your system of military warfare in a city. It's so obvious. How could they do that in Vermont? It also violates another law of war principle called military necessity, which requires a military 
necessity, something to advance towards victory in a war, something that will absolutely necessary, not just a matter of convenience, not just that they'd like to live near a big a city where there are good educational opportunities, nice restaurants. This is not a reason to base in a city. You have to have a military necessity to do whatever your military operation is going to be, particularly when it can hurt civilians. Completely violated by basing and training with F-35 jets in a city. Commanders also violate the military law principle called humanity as they are using the F-35 jets in a manner for which they were not designed. The F-35 was not designed for operating in cities. It was designed for stealth attack at supersonic speed. It has nothing to do with, there was no not even a shred of time devoted to having it operate in a city filled with children. No, not designed for that, but it's being used for that. It's being used in a way it was not designed that's causing unnecessary suffering. Anybody who's been in the military, this is military training 101. This is the first day you get into the military, you get trained in the laws of war. What is wrong with Vermont political and military leaders that they are violating these principles and putting F-35 jets in Vermont's most densely populated cities? And it's not just those principles. There's more. There's two more. Honor. Okay. So if you're going to do human shielding like they're doing by putting the F-35 at the airport in the middle of three of Vermont's most densely populated cities, that's not, as I said, that's a war crime. There's nothing honorable about that. The last one is proportionality. And that actually only applies when you've got a military necessity. But here, proportionality is also being violated because there's no goddamn good reason for keeping F-35 jets in a city. There's no reason. So it's not proportionate to the military advantage. There is no military advantage. It's just training. You could do the training equally well from a runway remote from populated areas. So there's no proportionality analysis. It's totally and completely wrong under the military's own regulations to have these F-35s trainings conducted from a runway in a city. It's so absurd. It's so illogical. It's so wrong. It's such a violation of human rights, constitutional rights, international law, and Vermont law, and U.S. law. Any genuine representative of the people would tell commanders to get the F-35 the hell out of the Burlington Airport now and out of any other populated area. Along with Governor Phil Scott, Senators Patrick Leahy and Bernie Sanders, Peter Welch is among the chief purveyors of state-sponsored violence against thousands of working-class Vermonters. 
And he's an obsequious supporter of the military-industrial complex and U.S. regime change wars and terrible violations of human rights that we have seen over the last 20 years in the Middle East and in wars during my lifetime going back to the Vietnam War. So during this election campaign, when you have the chance to ask Peter Welch, Phil Scott, or any other politician a question, ask whether he or she will take action to stop training our airmen with F-35 jets in Vermont cities. Tell them the Constitution of the United States expressly gives the states the full authority over guard training. So Vermont has all the power it needs to halt, to order a halt to the F-35 training in populated areas. You'll find that in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 16 of the United States Constitution. Not only that, it has the obligation to do so, to halt that training, because the the wording in that clause goes on to say that the training, that um, it must be conducted according to the discipline prescribed by Congress. And as I said, that discipline in a U.S. law called 32 U.S.C. 501 requires state national guards to follow the regulations for the U.S. armed forces. And those regulations, as I said, are in Department of Defense Directive 2311.01, which requires members of the armed forces to observe and comply and follow the laws of war, the, the five principles of the laws of war, all of which are being violated by basing and training with F-35 jets in Vermont cities. So when you have the chance to speak to or ask a question, tell them, tell the politicians that under US law and military regulations, the training in cities is illegal. And that training our airmen, where they training them where they're gonna hurt and injure civilians is training them to commit war crimes. It's training them to violate the laws of war. How can you train people in a place where it hurts civilians and be training them to observe the laws of war? It's a contradiction. It's wrong, and it has to stop now. And this election is the time to hold all these elected officials to account. Keep raising that F-35 question. Be unrelenting. Never give up. Thank you very much.